Welcome to the Mind Body Health Podcast for women over the age of 40. This podcast brings you valuable and proven strategies and tips to live life above the wellness line. And these tips can be implemented immediately so you can step into each day with confidence, energy, and passion. And now, your host and Amazon number one best-selling author, Phylex Fitness Industry Speaker, Mind Body Health Coach, and founder of Personal Fitness for Women. Please welcome Louise Skeen. It's so lovely to have you join me again today and this is series two, episode number 12. I can't believe how quickly this year is going. My goodness, flying through and look, it's been a great pleasure to be able to give you so many tips and strategies on health issues and as you know I'm a woman that looks after other women over the age of 40 so as the CEO of the Slender Boss program and as a mind body health coach it is something I'm very passionate about health and I, as much as I you know I'm not disregarding men I, I'd love to be able to work with men's health as well but it's it's what I know best and it's what I do best and that's working with women over 40 because that's when our hormones hormones change and that's when menopause comes in and of course I've gone through it all I've experienced it all and I feel like not only have I been 37 years in the fitness industry that I also now have gone through the menopause thing and, and actually understand so much more about a woman's body so of course that's what I'm out here talking to women about so look today's topic is another interesting one and it's one that that I have a lot of you know people question and and we have a little you know uh, not an argument but we certainly do um, debate that's the word I'm looking for we debate uh, the topic of who owes you your health okay now there are people that I speak to that actually you know that they, they take zero responsibility for their own health and they really feel very very strongly that it's pretty much the government it could be um, food manufacturers and it could be science and it could be doctors and it could be people like myself in the health industry and you know what to a degree they are right because that's what we do in this health and wellness industry what our goals are is to keep everybody well keep everybody informed give everybody the latest research and information and, and you know if we can help people um, not you know get unwell or sick permanently or have a life debilitating disease or you know have longevity if we can help people have longevity and strong muscles and bones particularly in my industry of health and fitness and eat well and have a sharp mind and sleep well these are the things that we're very passionate about and this is of course a responsibility that we do take on but at the end of the day you know we've got to weigh up the percentage of people who are born with a life debilitating disease or or health issue and look there is no doubt as you know there are people who are born unfortunately people who are born with health issues but then there are a greater majority of people who are not and and like myself being one of the very lucky ones who has come out um, without a limb missing and without a disease already within my body um, I am one of the lucky ones and I feel I'm very responsible for looking after my own health that's not to say I'm not going to contract disease it's not to say I'm not going to be unwell because as we go through our journey of life there are ups and downs and we do 
you know, contract illnesses along the way. Some of them are, are minor, some of them are major. And um, wherever you are on your journey in life, hopefully you will understand what I'm talking about. But again, at the end of the day, no matter where any of us are, I do believe we do need to first and foremost take responsibility for our own health. Now, one of the major um, diseases, I guess, that are around in the world today is type 2 diabetes. Now, it's, it's unfortunately so ripe everywhere in the world, and here in Australia, statistically, 1.2 million people uh, are actually diabetics. Okay, 1.2 million people. In the UK, it's 3.2 million people. And in the US, it's 29.1 million people who have got type 2 diabetes. And type 2 diabetes is something that we don't have to have. Okay, so this is where I'm saying, are we responsible for taking um, our own health into our own hands? Because you know, with type 2 diabetes, what we're looking at is we're needing to look at the foods we eat. We're needing to look at the lifestyle we live. Are we moving our body enough? Are we sleeping? How much fats, trans fats are we putting into our diet? You know, these are the things that create type 2 diabetes. They're habits. They're habits that we've formed over time. So we need to be prepared to stand up and as I say, take control of who we are and the choices we make. Now, having said that, I'm not disregarding those people who are out there who have tried everything and cannot control their situation and therefore need to be medicated or they live with something that is debilitating. Okay, that is going to happen. But again, at the end of the day, I know many people that have, you know, there's people with, with, Parkinson's and there's people with um, uh, multiple sclerosis that I know and there's people with um, you know so many disease cancers all of those all of them all of them try to look after their health as best they can they try to eat well they move their body as best they can and I'm so proud of every single one of them that does that it's like a smoker you know if, if there are smokers out there who know that smoking is something that is you know, toxic to the lungs, polluting the system, um, it's a choice. It's a choice at the end of the day whether those people choose to smoke or not. Um, and of course, you know, I can't change any of those things. None of us can in the health industry. We can only inform and advise and let people make their own choices and decisions. And that's what it's all about. But it's really about prevention. If we can have a prevention strategy, if we can look at ways that we, you know, again, with the knowledge that's out there, and if we can use look at ways of preventing things, then prevention's gotta be better than needing medication for curing. Because of course, the cost of medication is costing all of us in society, Worldwide, it's costing us all the time to keep people medicated to keep wellness going when we could make tweaks not for everyone but for most people many tweaks just little gradual tweaks of you know nutritionally through fitness makes a massive difference now that's not to say that that food industry is not responsible because they are to a degree we are needing to eat the foods that they put out for us and so therefore they do need to step up more they know there's a lot of people out there in the food industry who are trying very well to look after us with good choices but there are too many that are still in there for the dollar 
There's no doubt about it. So they're lading, ladening things with sugars and fats and trans fats and all those things I spoke about that they know are toxic to people because it's cheap uh, to manufacture food. And of course, they turn a blind eye to all of that. So we have to make those conscious decisions not to go down the pathway of the cheap foods and look after ourselves now with the better choices so we can stay off medication later. Um, definitely the educators out there, they're trying, we're trying, I'm trying definitely to get that education out there because the more informed we are, the better choices we can make. And we've got, you know, we've got the population of the, the young people coming through in their 20s and 30s who are, or even younger, who are relying on their Fitbits and those Fitbits to tell them loads of information and statistics about their health and how much they sleep and all those wonderful things but they don't know what to do with those statistics. So it's really important, again, that us educators can get out there and, you know, again, it's good to have the information. Now let's use it so you can create a plan of how to look after your health in the future. And then we've got the young baby boomers through to the older baby boomers, so the 50-year-olds down to the 70-year-olds or up to the 70-year-olds who, you know, again, we we know that, um, you know, we, we weigh ourselves, which of course we don't need to all the time, but that's the way we were brought up. So we think that we weigh ourselves, you know, we go and see a doctor every now and again, we brush our teeth in the morning and we're healthy. Um, at the end of the day, we need to know more about our hormones, how it's all interacting our cells, how we can fight disease brains, how important this structure is. But the, one of the most important things is the thing that I preach, and that is fitness. There's not enough um, understanding around the fitness side of things. And if you can, you can really get your head around how important fitness is, it's more important today over the age of 40 than it was when we were in our you know, teens and our 20s and 30s, because this is where our, we lose muscle. This is where we lose um, you know, our hormones are changing all the time. We're, we're just, we're gaining more fat, we're, you know, all around the stomach and, th and we're, we're creating disease So because we're not protected because of our hormones. So this is the age that we can fight all this through exercise. We don't want heart disease, we don't want lung disease, we want mobility, we want strength, we want stability. These are the things we're looking for. So don't disregard the importance of, of fitness, no matter what age you are. It really is important. So look, this is, this is where I'm at. Who's responsible for your health? I think you are first and foremost. And once you take that responsibility, let's get that knowledge and then we can make the better choices. Okay, the food industry is always going to be there. The doctors are going to be there. Science is constantly there. And myself in the health and wellness industry is always there for you as well. But we're trying our very best to get that information out to you. But again, let's have a look at the choices that you're making. And uh, I hope that's been helpful today. So just have a think about your health journey to this point. How much do you really know? How much still do you want to know? You know, have you got a Fitbit? Do you know what to do with that information? Are you moving your body every day, every day to elevate your heart rate for a little bit? and to use your muscles that are around your bones. When you make choices about food, I don't want you not to have some foods that you enjoy, but how often are you having them and how much are you having every serve that you're sitting down to a meal? So these are just the sensible choices and don't forget to add water to that. We've got to drink lots of water because we're made up of water, our brains sit in water, and of course it's really vital that we um, 
keep topping that water up. So I hope you found that really helpful to, for today. Definitely drop me a line. Let me know what you think about these podcasts that I'm, I'm offering to you. If there's any topic that you'd like me to speak about, let me know and I'll certainly deliver that for you if I can. And uh, and please look up my YouTube channels and uh, or channel. There's a lot of information there on fitness that you can do at home and on other health topics as well. So thank you for joining me today and I look forward to seeing you on my next episode. Bye for now.